Warning! This podcast contains themes of a sexual nature and some coarse language. What you are about to hear may shock, surprise, and titillate. Be advised that today's topic is mythology, and while we won't be discussing any personal experiences of rape and sexual assault, we will be referring to it in relation to the myths and discussing it in more general terms. If rape and sexual assault are triggers for you, please listen with caution. Otherwise, enjoy the show. You're about to journey through a history of horniness, an index of intimacy, a journal of joyful abandon, oh, yeah. a kaleidoscope of kink, oh, a library of lust, oh, a miscellany. No. <laughs> Too much. We'll never get to the end. <laughs> Opening the dictionary in three, two, one. It's the dictionary game! Woo! Yes! Ba, 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 ba. Boom! Uh, Mario. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, copyright. Sorry, no, yeah. um, we knew the theme tune, though. We yeah. do, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so the dictionary game, for those that haven't listened before, is a game where Raphael... It is a game. Where Raphael and I have four stories themed around today's letter, and also sex. Yes. Um, and today's letter is M. M. It is the letter so, M. So we have... Um, we have five minutes to tell those stories, starting... No. Yes. Okay. So um, M is for moist. Ooh, um, I love that. So word. I know it's good. <laughs> um, so uh, one summer night. No, summer day. Sorry, actually, mm. summer afternoon. Okay. Um, <laughs> having sex with a gentleman, and mm. um, well, nothing gentlemanly about it. Although, <laughs> actually, he was very gentlemanly because he had uh, ice water bottles in the fridge, <gasps> like frozen water, yeah. like, ready to go. Um, which is amazing because we were at it for hours. Um, so we definitely needed hydration. Oh. Lots and lots. It was just like one of those lying down naked, endless kissing kind oh. of days. It was such a great afternoon. That's so lovely. So lovely. So loud. Um, but we were so uh, sweaty. It's like So there wasn't like enough friction, you know, when you're like, oh. Anyway, when various holes are a bit too... Sweaty. Uh, sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> I've had that before. It's like, I don't think I can even feel yeah. this. It's just like, exactly. Just so... exactly. Exactly. I'm so glad you're identifying. I'm not That's brilliant. That's so... Icy water, though. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, M is for MDMA. Ooh. Um, so the closest I've ever come to doing chemsex mm. was, uh, was a guy I was dating. I was madly in love with him. And uh, and he and he told me that MDMA sex is amazing okay. and slow and intimate and lovely. And I was like, I really don't like the thought of doing drugs. But I was no. like, I might with you. Mm. I trust you. I love having sex with you. Mm. This could work. Anyway, then we broke up and I never did it. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> fair enough. I don't know how to feel about that because I wouldn't. I, I don't know whether I would have done that either. But I know. I know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm curious, but I probably won't do it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Um, M is for Matteo. Um, mm. I once slept with a guy who was uh, seeing someone else at the time. Yeah. Um, so I was the dirty little mistress inside. <laughs> yes, love that. So isn't it funny? I'm master, digressing completely. We don't have yeah. time to do it. But master and mistress, you can't be a dirty little master on the side. I have talked about this so much because master is in itself um, yes, a, a dominant yes, role. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, anyway, no. come back to that at some yes, point. Yeah. Um, anyway, a few weeks uh, later, he while we were still uh, going out, he mm-hmm. said, um, uh, it, we're not going out, but we were sort of, he was, we were sleeping together. Yeah. Um, he told me I was in his phone as Matteo, um, except I literally have no idea why the, A, he masked my name at all, and B, that he chose Matteo. Matteo? I know. I don't see you as a Matteo. No, I can't I do that. <laughs> okay. Um, M is for mallet, or meat mallet. Um, oh, wow. So okay. there was a guy I was dating for a bit, uh, like went on a couple of dates with, and he was like, I'm really good at making schnitzel. And I was like, mm. great, I want to make schnitzel with you. But by the time the date came, I, I'd completely lost interest in him. I wasn't attracted to him anymore, but I still really wanted to make schnitzel. So, <laughs> so I went round and I bashed the schnitzel with the oh, mallet my. on the stairs, which was really cool. Um, and then we ate the schnitzel and then I left and I still feel quite bad about it because I don't think I behaved very well. But I did enjoy smashing that. <laughs> Make sure it was something else at the time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Smell it. That's scary. Okay. Um, So M is for motorist. Mm. Um, So uh, I uh, there was a guy that um, it was mentioned sort of kink bits before. There was a guy who was interested in doing sort of sex in sort of slightly public places, and I did this once in York. many years ago mm-hmm. and um, anyway so I got into the car and his, mm-hmm. he drove me he, he, was, he was like driving us somewhere a bit more wild yes um, and he was like okay take off your shorts in the car and I, like, so we were like in we'd left the, the centre of town yeah yeah but we were still like on the on the road uh-huh. um, and it was daylight yeah and I was like anyway I did it because it was exciting and erotic. yeah and um, then it, basically um, for the rest of the like 
we're only in the car for like another three to four minutes while he found a, a convenient place to yeah, get yeah, to. Yeah. Um, but they, I, I just really wanted to make a gear stick joke because he was like, um, obviously, what if he grabs the wrong one? <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant, I love that. <laughs> okay, okay. Sorry, go. Sorry, okay. Emma's um, for mead. Yes. Um, I once went on a, on a picnic. Well, it was such a lovely day. I went on a picnic with a man. Mm. It was like one of the hottest days of the year. Um, I brought homemade marmalade buns and, and he brought homemade jerk chicken and homemade mead. Wow. And it was lovely. Amazing. That's yeah. the whole story. I, I love it. I also love the, the second, that's the second time we've kind of got a double M alliteration. You've got marmalade and mead. Marmalade and mead. That's what Emma's yeah, for marmalade and mead. Yes. <laughs> okay. Meat. What was it? Meat mallet. Nothing. So my last one is M is for mates, um, mm. which is a brand of lube. And I find this hilarious. And me and my husband both find this hilarious yeah. because um, when I've been to sexual health clinics before mm-hmm. and they give you like the little pack of uh, condoms and lube yeah, to yeah. walk away with, um, they always they give the, the brand they often give is mates. And it's and it's just like, all right, we're just mates. We're just mates. So that's what I just like. Just mates, just mates. Fine, cool, we're cool. So weird. Oh, we're Love it. Oh my god, I was there. Emma's for Melancholia. Um, there was a guy I was dating. Um, we went to go see Melancholia with his friend. It was the first time I met his friend. It was a really boring film, but I was trying so hard to seem interested. And then I turned to look at them, and they were both on their phones. And oh. I was like, thank goodness, because it's, it's boring. It's yeah, boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> perfect timing. Oh, that is perfect That's timing. Always. Oh, we're good. So good at this. I know. Okay. It's that rush at the end. It is the rush at the end. <laughs> yeah. It's completely my fault because I take up all the time and then you have to rush. Yeah, but I love the chat. Fault, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Hello and welcome to this episode of An A to Z of Sex with Men, where I, Jacinta, and I, Raphael, explore the intricacies of all types of sexual interactions with those people we call collectively cisgendered males. Based on personal experience and extensive research. From anal sex to zipless fucks. With stories like a Trojan horse. Packed with men. The stories, not us. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. Today is brought to you by the letter M. M and what's M for today? And today Sinter? M is for masturbation. No, 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 no. <laughs> no mythology. Oh, that was almost a bit of a saucy whisper there. Mythology. mythology. Why mythology? You say? Why? Why? We? I do say. Why <laughs> do mythology? Say <laughs> <laughs> right back at you. Yeah. So mythology. <laughs> All mythologies are packed with sex. Yes, they are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gods of sex. Yeah. Heroes having sex. Mm-hmm. People Sometimes with each other. Sometimes with each other. Yeah. <laughs> people denying each other sex. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's, um, it's full of them. And I feel like um, we don't necessarily realise this because certainly for me, like a lot of my knowledge of the story, mythical stories come from like stories I was told at school. Yes. But obviously the sex was completely removed. Yes. <laughs> Very sanitised stories. So kind of coming back to these stories and suddenly being like, oh my God, they're all full of sex. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so, a lot of them come from these oral traditions, yeah. um, and so obviously the one the stories that are most popular are the ones that survive, yeah. or um, rather versions that are most popular mm-hmm. of, the, of a particular story are the ones that survive. Mm-hmm. So um, particularly um, as uh, the world went through a kind of very very homophobic uh, mm-hmm. streak, and mm-hmm. so, sort of still is yep. uh, going through that. By the way, yep. um, we've managed to remove a lot of the gay sex yeah. and the the male love really yeah. from a lot of the stories. Um, they are codified in mm-hmm. language that makes it acceptable. So we talk about brotherly love. We talk yeah. about, um, you know, yeah. oh, he was just his teacher or something like that. And then, well, I think that's what it was. They were lovers. They were lovers. Slash boyfriends. Yes. Slash, yes. yes. I know. Um, uh, but yeah, so that's probably why um, in my stories today, mm-hmm. certainly, and, and the ones that I want to look at in, in mythology, mm-hmm. um, they are very contained to the Greek world, sure. broadly speaking, sure. because that's the only one where they still kind of manage to survive all of that. And uh, we still look at, um, uh, you know, the, the very famous stories of, of um, well, well, I won't name the names yet, Just shall yet. I? We'll hold on to those. <laughs> see, see if any of you are thinking of some names. Exactly. We, know, we know some of those stories. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, I'd say similarly in... Um, We'd say like a lot of these stories were written down by men. Yes. So a lot of the stories centre on like rape and yep. sexual assault yep. by gods to anyone, but like yes. a lot of women. And also uh, like the female gods are often not very nice to women, mm. human women, yep. or to each other. Yep. Um, and we've got to remember that 
that this is just the interpretations that we have of them written down now. And actually, it's very possible that there was a lot more feminism and and sisterhood within the ancient Greek world, yes. ancient world in general. But yeah. again, I my main knowledge is Greek myths because of Homer, yes. really. As well. Yeah. yeah. Well, that makes me think of the um, sort of the way that a lot of goddesses are portrayed mm-hmm. um, in. Well, Greek is the one that comes to mind, but yeah. they're very bitter and particular. Yeah. And they can be very superficial about yeah. their looks and their beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, we we uh, by nature of thinking that that's the high ideals of the gods, mm-hmm. but we lowly humans therefore aren't even as good as that. So. Yeah, you know, women therefore are you know, and you 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 try and ascribe mentally. You can't mm-hmm. you can't get away from mm-hmm. pulling those things apart. And I think of the um the, the you know the, the famous apple that's rolled. Yes, um that yes. says that to, was it to the to the fairest or to the yeah it says to, to the fair yeah the fairest like or that. the most yeah, beautiful yeah most beautiful. yeah um, and then you have all the female gods uh, exactly over it, and it's just a bit. Oh, okay. I know. It's like, how <laughs> it's a bit basic, isn't it? I'm I know. God. It's me. <laughs> oh my God, it's me. And if you don't say it's me, yeah, I'll exactly. Know. And actually, it was Eris who was another female god yes. who 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 um well, got a chaos. Got a chaos. Exactly, yeah. Yes. Who um who threw the apple into the mix because yes. she wasn't invited to a I wedding. Know. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and we all felt like spurred. You didn't I invite know. me to your fucking wedding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just ripping on <laughs> I'll just start a war. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Definitely. Um, but I suppose that just to, um, I know we'll probably mainly be talking about Greek mythology as we go, but I want to look into some other mythologies yes. as well. Because certainly <laughs> Greek mythology is not the only mythology in the world. No. Um, I had a quick look at to see like what gods we have that represent sex mm. and love. Yeah. So obviously in Greek, um, there is Aphrodite, who is the goddess of love, beauty, pleasure, passion, and procreation? Yes. Um, she not be being, you know, the spawn of the foam of um, Uranus's oh. genitals. Yes, she's born from penis foam. I, I just love that so much. Oh, she's great. Yeah. Um, there's Eros, often believed to be her son, yes. um, who is the god of love and sex, yes. and you know makes people fall in love with his little bow and arrow. Indeed, you'll remember him being mentioned in our last episode, El. Exactly. Yeah. This is quite linked with all the Greek Indeed. Greek love names. All the Greek names. Yes. Uh, there is Dionysus, yes. who is one of my faves. Yes. Who obviously amongst wine, fertility, yeah. orgies. Totally my guy. Yeah. yeah, love him. Love him. Then in Roman mythology, we have Venus, Cupid, Bacchus, which are just the same, yeah. but in Roman. Yeah, exactly. um, in Chinese mythology, okay, these ones I struggle with pronouncing, so I'm really oh, sorry. Oh my gosh. So I don't know if we want to be a Shen. Yes, um, I've, I, my uh, Mandarin, uh, poor Mandarin, uh, comes in handy here. Yes, uh, Tu Shen, I believe. Yes, who is the god of gay male relationships, which yes. is actually one of the only gods I could find yeah, who yeah. specifically for like male love, particularly outside of Greek. Particularly um, outside of Greek. Yes. Yeah, that's right. So he, I think I'm, I found a little bit about him. He's the the rabbit god. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was uh, a man called Hu Tianbao. Um, and he fell in love with a very handsome imperial inspector. Mm-hmm. One day he was caught peeping in on the inspector through a bathroom wall and uh, he was caught and the um, he was sentenced to death by beating. Um, one month later he appeared to a man from his hometown in a dream and um, the uh, he claimed that his crime was one of love so therefore uh, the underworld officials decided to, to make him the god of, of uh, homosexual affection. Yeah. Um, which uh, is is great. Um, I yeah. think that's, that's lovely. Uh, it's a bit weird um, later uh, um, uh, imperial China because mm-hmm. uh, the word rabbit uh, was used as a slang word for gay men okay um, and I think probably uh, it became a bit uh, uh, insulting maybe yeah um, yeah uh, but anyway so he uh, he still has a certain pride of place I think in certain uh, Taoist uh yeah, I think he says somewhere about yes that there being like pilgrimages and stuff to yes. his temple and things, exactly, yeah. which is cool. And yeah, I'm glad that there's some visibility. Anyway, yeah. Um, and we've got Bai Mudan. Uh, Bai Mudan, yeah. Yes, who um, is a deity who tempts men, especially ascetics, mm. which is people who lead austerely simple yes, lives, indeed. denying themselves physical and material pleasure. I love that. Someone <laughs> being like, "Hey, yes. leave your life of piety and yes. come and sleep with me." Absolutely. <laughs> and there's some great stories associated with her. And then there's Bai Mai Shen. Bai Mai Shen. Yeah. Bai Mai Shen. Bai Mai Shen. Who is the god of sex workers? Mm. Um, so I thought that was quite cool. There's several more, but those are just three I picked out. Oh yeah. Um, in Hindu, we've got. Rati, who's the Hindu Hindu goddess of love, carnal desire, lust, passion, and sexual pleasure. Oh, wow. So all a lot of good things there. Gosh, yes. In Armenia, we've got Aslik, which um, is a, she's a deity of fertility and love. Very 
Um, in Etruscan, we have Albina, mm. who's the goddess of the dawn and the protector of ill-fated lovers. Oh, wow. And I like that ill-fated lovers have a protector. protector. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I think yeah. that's really nice. It is. Um, it's a bit, well, she obviously doesn't do a very good job. She though. obviously doesn't do a good job. If they're still ill-fated, <laughs> she can do is there. Maybe, maybe she helps them in the afterlife and maybe. she brings them together oh, then. Okay. I, I don't know. Yes, I don't that's know. that's nice. Um, there's Freya, who's mm. the Norse god of love. Also beauty, fertility, sex, war, gold, and something which I can't pronounce, Seor, which is a type of magic. Oh, right. Um, so she has a lot of things. And then this is another thing I noticed is actually sex and war seem to often come quite hand in yes. hand. Um, which I think is um, interesting, uh, worth examining. Um, if you think about all's fair in love and war, mm. oh, it's yeah. where we do often associate those two feelings together. Is that mm-hmm. Shakespeare? Yeah, I think okay. so. Yeah. And we took it on. <laughs> we, as Indeed. a whole, we. decided that yes. love and war are forever associated. Yeah. Um, Sorry, quick correction. It's absolutely not Shakespeare at all. It is written by a guy called John Lilly uh, from a romance called Euphues in the 16th century. It does sound a lot like Shakespeare, though, doesn't it? Anyway, back to the show. In Irish, we have Onya, who's the goddess of love and fertility. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lithuanian, Milda, goddess of love. Wow. In Albanian, we have Prende. I like Prende, the goddess of love, beauty, and fertility um, in the Albanian pagan mythology. And also kind of the equivalent of Aphrodite, Freya, Yes, there's and a Venus. lot of those. Um, there's a lot of links between Greek, Norse, uh, Roman, and, uh, mm-hmm. and then some various other gods of, of, around, kind of yeah. broadly Europe and West mm-hmm. Asia. Um, yeah, some sort of there's obviously a sphere of influence. Yeah, the empire kind of, and also uh, Egyptian. I think there was a little bit of crossover with Egyptian yeah. gods Sorry, as well. Yes. Yeah, the list is is an etc. At the end, there's more. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, and another interesting thing about Prende is that, um, and quite a lot of these. Um, sort of pagan gods mm. were uh, appropriated by Catholicism yes and suddenly and I think with Prende I think it was Prende or one of these they were like oh she was um, she was the Virgin Mary's mother <laughs> um, and she's actually Saint Anne and we're going to make loads of churches to her because <laughs> she was so popular they were like how are we going to how are we going to uh, control this yes. okay yeah she, she was a saint she wasn't the goddess of yeah, sex just at been, all. You're just <laughs> misunderstood. You're not wrong. Exactly. But you can still be one of us. Yeah, that's, uh, there you go. Yeah. I know. Catholicism, um, of course, yeah. meaning um, the wide. It's, it refers to the wide breadth of um, people think of Catholicism as very narrow. Yes. But to be Catholic literally means to be sort of to have a broad. Uh, right. Yeah. And, and sort of uh, take on uh, inputs and inferences yeah. from lots of different uh, directions. Yeah. Which is actually so, yeah. Yeah. So yes, makes sense. Quite, yeah. Absolutely. Makes lots of sense. And you know, all of our all of our so-called Christian festivals are yes. all com- incredibly pagan, <laughs> which I love. Yeah. Um, okay. So in Egyptian, we have Min, uh, the central deity, fertility, and possibly orgiastic rites. Ooh. Orgiastic. Or- yeah. Orgiastic. orgiastic. Yeah. Yes. Of course. Um, and uh, and he's often represented with an erect phallus, oh uh, which is holding in his left hand. Okay, left-handed. Yeah, left-handed, exactly. Um, then uh, in the Ifik, um, southern Nigeria, we have right. um, Anansa, who's the goddess of the sea, allure, and beauty. It's often Very portrayed. Based, yes, yeah. and yeah. she's often portrayed as a mermaid. Oh, okay. Like. Um, and then Oshan is the um, Yoruba deity um, of the southwestern Nigeria, associated with water, purity, fertility, love, and sensuality. Okay, I love this association as well. We've talked about uh, love and water. Yeah. Sorry, no, love and war. I was going to say water. Love and love and war. Love and water. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yes, exactly. I wonder whether someone coughed in the middle of the. Love and water. <laughs> no, 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 water, water, water. <laughs> I I like that a lot better. It's like it's yes. like it's the fluidity of it and the, mm. and the kind of um, adapting and listening. Yes. The tempestuousness of it. And, and tempestuous. The restlessness of the sea as well. Can be all of it, mm. exactly. Yeah. It encompasses every aspect Delightful. of love yes. and sex. Brilliant. Um, then Ezuli Frida Dahomey um, wow. is the Haitian voodoo deity of love, beauty, jewellery, dancing, luxury, and flowers. Amazing. I really like her. I, I read like quite that. a lot about her. She was really cool. <laughs> and, and apparently, people, her shrines and altars are often quite um, uh, like luxurious. Yeah. And, and one of the, I read on, on like occult.com or something, um, one of the uh, offerings you can give her are. are French pastries. That's amazing. Which <laughs> <laughs> I just think is wonderful. Nice. The French That's, pastries. If I ever get deified, I definitely want French pastries. Totally. Yeah. And expensive champagne. Expensive the good champagne. champagne. Yes. Yeah, that's it. Um, no, it's great. And then finally, um, in uh, the Aztec um, mythology, mm-hmm. there are loads of, all goddesses, interestingly, there are loads, oh, one god, um, of, of, Types of sex. So there's right. the goddess of carnality, the goddess of sexual appetite, wow. the goddess of sexual hunger, the goddess Those are two of two different things. Yeah, appetite okay. and hunger. <laughs> yes. A bit of an appetite, and yes, I am hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> the goddess of sexual longing, the goddess of lust, carnality, sexual misdeeds. There's a goddess of sexual desire and a goddess of sex and beauty. And then there's a god okay. of love, art, games, beauty, dance, flowers, maze, fertility, and song. <laughs> 
Right. Interestingly, not quite the same as sex. That's no, so it's love. love. There's the love specifically. Yeah. So you kind of separate. And women, it's interesting. I think the women are all like sex, 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 sex. Yes. And then the man is like, yes. Pure Isn't that interesting? Of love. Complete yes. reversal of our Western, or, well, Caucasian almost. Yeah, yeah. Kind of mythology. Per- perception, that, mythology, yeah. That sort of history. Yeah. yeah. No, so yeah. it's fascinating. So that, that's just a little quick. Quick zip through the world mythology down yeah. through the, the depths <laughs> of, uh, sexual, of sexual sexual mythology exactly or up through the heights of sexual mythology should we try to think of it that way yeah yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. Thank um, you. Amazing. so um, the first one obviously I'm going to try to focus on the kind of uh, gay uh, mm-hmm. mythology stories as I said at the beginning yeah. and um, so I think the first one I wanted to talk about was Narcissus and Amanius okay I'm not sure if that's pronounced correctly but that's certainly how it's spelled Amanius yeah um, <laughs> So, not many people know this. A lot of people think that Narcissus was only ever interested in himself. Right. That was his kind of almost his his blessing and curse was the fact that he was so beautiful he couldn't stop staring. Um, and turned until, into until a he died and turned into a daffodil. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, which is uh, so named after him. Narcissus, exactly. Isn't it? Um, so another another uh, Greek flower. Actually, we'll come back to talk about Greek flowers momentarily. But yes, yet another death yeah. of a beautiful Greek man that has become a flower. Not all men. I know. Turned into flowers. Isn't it's really weird? interesting. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so. Um, there was one man who was desperately in love with Narcissus. I'm sure there mm-hmm. were more, but this this is the one that uh, I know the story mm-hmm. of, uh, called Amenias. And unfortunately, the love was a bit unrequited. So Narcissus did have some interest in him. I think they might may have slept together or had some sort of brief relationship. Okay, yeah. Um, but I think the idea is that uh, eventually Narcissus became too obsessed with himself to return the love, and mm-hmm. just he just lost. He, he was in mania with himself. Auto autophilia. What was it? Auto. Do you oh, 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 or, um, no, I don't remember. Anyway, that one. The, the <laughs> refer back to episode refer L. Refer back to episode L. <laughs> yeah. Answer. So, um, the love was unrequited, mm-hmm. and so um, Amenias uh, killed himself. Wow, okay. Um, and uh, then Narcissus obviously went on to mm-hmm. not really pay any attention and uh, become a flower. Um, <laughs> but there was that story. So I thought it was yeah. interesting because, of course, um, the parallel for this one to me is that well, you could talk about it referring to the modern gay impossible ideals of beauty interesting and okay. how um in the gay world we often joke that 30 is the new 80 seriously um, seriously <laughs> oh god uh, it is an ugly phrase wow. it, is, it is almost an ugly reality and um, when you are online mm-hmm. uh, on kind of websites that are just for sort of short-term things you mm-hmm. know flings and and one-offs and whatever else um even when i was in my 20s doing this I noticed that I felt like I had to lie about my age and I was in my 20s wow. we're talking about like I was 26 and I oh was like God. putting my age down pretending I was 24, 23 wow. because you'd get more attention wow and um and it's I could obviously I what, in your twenties you can look you can call yourself whatever age you like yeah, you broadly anything yeah you know, people will believe you yeah unless you've really overdone the cigarettes and alcohol <laughs> um, but um, yeah I, it, it's it's a kind of gross mm-hmm. thing that we have this love of the that, that extreme love of the youth, yeah, and that's something that's reflected throughout Greek mythology yeah. and other and other mythologies actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I said I wouldn't talk about much outside, but I already said at the beginning of this that there's a lot of pederasty, mm-hmm. a lot of um, love towards um, perhaps sexually, perhaps barely sexually mature, perhaps not mm-hmm. um, boys, yeah, uh, by gods. Um, yep. Who then get the boys then get deified, or um, because the gods don't want to part with them because they've fallen in love with yeah, them, yeah. and then they get made immort- you know, immortal and perpetually youthful. Yes, that's so it. They then don't they never grow up. Grow up. They stay in that kind of teenage God. state, which I find very strange. Yeah, particularly because obviously, as as adults and certainly in modern society, mm-hmm. that's not a thing that is acceptable, nor is it something that we um, most the vast majority of people feel. Mm-hmm. We um, but we still are attracted to people who are. The youngest that they can legally be yeah. to, a, to a degree. Yeah. So that is something that kind of then affects everything else. In, I'm 35 now. Yeah. Um, when you get to sort of uh, my age, you you wonder whether anybody's still looking at you. Oh you know? God! Yeah. Um, yeah. At least I've got my husband. He's still. He's, he's he still, still looks. looks still looks at you. No, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> oh anyway, my so God. That. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I actually do remember when I, I think when I was got to be about 25 or 26, mm. um, I used to be very attractive to old men. Yeah. Um, and I remember just being like, they're not looking at me anymore. Yes, yeah. And in some ways I'm like, they shouldn't be looking at me. Yeah. But part of me is like, but I really got a kick out of that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. you know? I noticed that like, as well. Um, yeah. So when I was very, very young, particularly 18, 19, 20, mm-hmm. um, I was still um, coming out, but I had occasional experiences, particularly when I was about 20 onwards. Yeah. Um, 
And the the people who are very interested in me, yeah. apart from the boys who are very much my age as well, right? Okay. Um, like, and I say well, very much, I say literally within a year. Or two, oh wow! Okay. Very yeah. narrow window. Uh-huh. Outside of that, it was like fifty plus oh, wow. men who were really interested and yeah. giving me attention. And I was always like, "Why is this? Why is this happening? Why do you think you have a? Why do you think you have a shot with me?" Kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah. But actually, that that um, I'll come on to this in a bit. Uh-huh. But there is a kind of uh, dad son. Maybe should, well, I'll come on to it in a minute. There's right. a bit of a dad-son link in with Greek mythology. Okay. Um, but I'll return to that in a minute. I've got yeah, a few yeah. other little notes that I want to get through. So, mm-hmm. so I reference my husband. Yes. And um, I also wanted to say that for those who think that um, same-sex marriage is very much 21st century industry, yeah. Um, Apollo, the Greek mm-hmm. god, of course, uh, was in a relationship with the god of marriage, Hymen. Amazing. So, of course, Hyman linking to the uh, lady part downstairs. Yeah. Uh, interesting as well, uh, yes. Yes, interesting as well. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so obviously there is some sort of uh, gay marriage. Uh, I think that's great. That's, already yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And people would be, yeah, don't erase it. Yeah, <laughs> don't, don't erase it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, we didn't talk about it. And it's, uh, yeah. it's completely, uh, you have to dig that one out to find that story. Yeah. Um, yes, one of the... One of the things I always find uh, fascinating about Greek mythology uh-huh. as well is that ha- is that there's always like a, uh, a way that people die is often like echoed through different stories. Um, yes. So um, this is where the gay flowers comes back in. The gay flowers. <laughs> the gay flowers. The gay flowers. Oh, no, I, yeah. I mean, the male flowers. Yes. Although all three of the ones that I'm aware of were in uh, heterosexual yeah. kind of relationships, at least. Um, so you've got... Um, and the, you, All of them... Um, well, the, the other two, mm-hmm. certainly, were kill- both killed by an errant discus. An errant discus. Yes. <laughs> a discus <laughs> flying the wrong way. Over here? I know, exactly. Like, bonk in the head. Just yes. unfortunate. Um, a discus, of course, being like a very heavy stone um yeah. so uh, anyway so one of them was um hyacinthus who was mm-hmm. uh who uh, was apollo's lover yeah and uh crocus who was hermes lover interesting um, apollo and hermes i think were brothers half brothers in greek mythology well probably because zeus was probably all of their dads well, yes. but i don't think they were sort of known for being no. brothers yeah Apollo's famously Apollo was the twin brother of Artemis, yes, the goddess exactly. of the hunt. That's right. Yes. yes. Um, well, Maya, I think, was Hermes' mother, and uh, okay, who was Apollo's mother? Oh my gosh, I know this. Um, anyway, let's carry on. I know. Carry on. Anyway, it's not that important. Um, but they, they are half, they are half brothers. I'm pretty sure, obviously, because of Zeus. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Um, but yes, Leto. Both, Leto, thank okay. you. Yes. <laughs> so um, both Hyacinthus and Crocus uh, killed by a discus and becoming flowers to join Narcissus. Yes, that's interesting. And also, I believe the errant discus, certainly in Hyacinthus's mm. case, was um, from uh, Zephyrus, the West Wind, yes. was also yes. in love with him. Exactly. And Zephyrus is also a man and um, and blew the discus to him because he was like, well, if I can't have him, nobody can. Exactly. Which yeah. links in with our J for Jealousy episode. Yes, exactly. Things that jealousy drives you We've to. Got so yeah. many th- through through lines through this yeah. part of the series. It's brilliant. Exactly. Folks. Just exactly. welcome and indulge yeah. in that joy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then the only other story I wanted to talk about was, um, well, before I get to the dad-son thing again, mm-hmm. was um, the lovely Greek god of wine that we've already mentioned, oh, Dionysus. I love, love him. him. Yes. Um, also the god of intersex and transgender people. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. So male lovers of the god included the satyr Ampelos and yeah. the uh, Adonis, of course. We all know about Adonis. Yes. Um, Beautiful Adonis. So Dionysus also once went to Hades and um, took with him uh, a guide uh, called Prosimnus, mm-hmm. uh, who led the way, and uh, but only did so because he wanted to uh, have some sex with our amazing Dionysus god of wine parties and orgies. Um, <laughs> yes. But uh, Prosimnus died before uh, they could get together mm-hmm. uh, in thanks, ritual thanks best thanks ever <laughs> um, and uh, so uh, Dionysus made a wood phallus to ritually fulfil uh, the it. promise to uh, Prosimnus I love it I love that story so much and I actually think it's really romantic actually it is really romantic. to be like we wanted you wanted to have sex with me and yeah. I will make that I happen that. Yeah. yeah even after you by making you a dildo yeah, by yeah. making a dildo <laughs> I think it's great I wish I wish more men had done that in my past when I dated you know if they cancelled <laughs> Well, I've got you this cast of my dick. But, you know, <laughs> exactly. Just as a substitute till I see you next time. Exactly. Yeah. I think that, yeah. Take, make note. Yeah. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> yeah. 
Um, and then that brings me back to the dad-son thing. So, okay. um, so Hercules and Hylus okay. is the story that I wanted to explore. Uh-huh. Um, and in particular, so um, Hercules and uh, the Argonauts was the was the was this particular story. So we've heard yep. about Jason and the Argonauts. Yep. Um, and Hylus went with him on his on his uh, journey to um, uh, what's the name of the mountain? Colchis. Yes. Um, and they were going to get the Golden Fleece. Right. Um, Anyway, Hylus was um, looking into a pool of, yeah. um, of water and, and uh, some nymphs, the naiads, oh, uh, jumped out of the pool and, yes. uh, and kidnapped him um, and pulled him into the water. Oh my goodness. And um, just as Heracles was calling out for him, yeah. uh, there's two versions of the story at this point that can okay. split into two. So one is Hylus was too uh, besotted with the nymphs and the fact that he'd been granted uh, immortality and eternal youth by being with them. Right. Uh, that he didn't want to leave anymore. And okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, which I think is the uh, erasing the homosexuality so. element of that myth. I absolutely think way. so. Yeah. Um, my preferred version yep. of this is that uh, Hylus was uh, actually uh, distraught and tried to cry out for Her- Heracles, but uh, the nymphs uh, changed his voice so that he could only ever hear or produce an echo. Oh. So he'd only say his own name. So every time uh, Heracles called out Hylus, he could only say Hylus. 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 Oh, uh, so uh, could never be reunited. And then Heracles, uh, I think, uh, obviously very stricken but then uh, mm-hmm. moved on uh, <laughs> but he didn't go with the rest of the Argonauts no, he never got that he golden did not. fleece he, he never, was like no, that's the exactly. end of him in the Argonauts story it I, is. Yeah. I know oh, um, it's yeah. so sad though that's so oh. and then he went on to get married to a woman and murder her and his children Heracles yeah. so you know if he'd only just been able to stay with his lover I know Maybe none of that would have happened. No, no, you know, no. No. But then that's sort of to do with the fates, isn't it? And yeah, well... Anyway, amazing stuff. So which links to um, the, the dad-son stuff, uh-huh. I was going to say. So there's a um, brief yeah. flings mm-hmm. with um, older men that I have had. Yeah. And I, I do understand the attraction, actually, from a younger perspective. Mm-hmm. Not physically, mm-hmm. but there is kind of like a... Although, obviously, they had their own beauty, and they yeah, were, yeah. It, was, it was a more um, refined and... Uh, sculpted beauty actually yeah. they often they were in very good shape and they yeah. um, uh, obviously they knew how to take care of themselves and uh, mm-hmm. often were quite well off and had mm-hmm. their own there was an attraction in them having money you know I can see yeah, that a bit, yeah actually. totally um, and uh, yeah so the sex was always very vigorous they mm-hmm. were they, the, the, the dad figures that I slept with were mm-hmm. very like, like butch men like Sting, yeah. strong like muscly very easily dominated me I'm a, I'm a and was at the time but very stick <laughs> stick stick like and very thin yeah and, yeah uh, that was kind of part of the appeal as well they could sort of uh, mm-hmm. do that and it, I think the sex with them was also very felt very educational yeah so yeah about that sort of uh, side of the, totally relate to that yeah the, the, the <laughs> yeah. mythology stories of the dad son love uh, was yeah. very like they they did things that I didn't know you know that you yeah. could do and so uh, yeah. I think there is a lot of like just in general like an older lover being a teacher it's quite an interesting that, that yeah, kind of dynamic um, that dynamic and that idea that, that is quite an idea of like oh of course a younger person will sleep with an older person so yeah. they can learn exactly <laughs> it's part of their <laughs> part um, of their um, sexual education as well as like life education yes yeah. exactly which is important yeah I think. <laughs> um, just to sorry, was was Heracles then, or Hercules, or Heracles? Or mm. um, was he like the older one? In yes. The, right, I see. And yes, then Hylus was like one. the young, yeah. beautiful one. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Heracles was the one who sort of uh, taught him the ways of war and, uh, and sex. Clearly, sex. <laughs> And obviously, water, which was the other and water, three. That's sex, war, and water, <laughs> water. <laughs> all together. No, the nymphs talking away the water. The nymphs talking away the water. Heracles, water, and sex. Oh my goodness! You know, Whether forced or not, we don't know exactly. This yeah. is it. Oop. Hi, listeners. Just interrupting your podcast listening to let you know that we have a special announcement. Um, you can now find us at our brand spanking new website. A to Z with men.com. That's A T O Z with men.com, where you can listen to all the episodes by Sexy Merch and support us on Patreon, especially if you want secret squirrel access to our second opening the thesaurus for H to M, released to subscribers only on 30th of May. See you there. Um, anyway. Okay, so well, okay, so on the same, so. 
okay, what kind of reawakened my interest in myth? Because I obviously mm. had the interest in myth as a child where I was like, I, you know, I loved all the stories. But what kind of brought me back to it was I went to see um, a storyteller called Olivia Olson. And I want to credit her with this because I think it's important. She um, she did a retelling of the Odyssey mm-hmm. from Penelope's perspective. Oh, Penelope wow, okay. is the wife of Odysseus waiting for 20 years yes, indeed. for yes. him to come home from the Trojan War and all of his adventures. And it was so moving and so mm. poignant and it just felt completely contemporary. Um, so that kind of made me then start to like search further into myths. But in particular, the, the story of the Odyssey really fascinates me. Yeah. I really engage with it. So the sort of in for me was that uh, there are these 12 maids who slept with or, you know, otherwise did sexual favours for or whatever. The um, All the young male suitors who came piling into Penelope's home to try and marry her because everyone assumed Odysseus was probably dead by this right. point. Yeah. So they're like, she needs to get married. And if we marry, if I marry her, I'm going to be the most powerful. So yes. there were just all these men just like eating all her food and <laughs> trying to get her to m- agree to marry one of them. Yeah, yeah. So the 12 maids were the most kind of the most beautiful most beautiful female servants. I mean, they would have been slaves. They wouldn't have been yeah, paid. Sure. Who probably had to have sex with them to and to keep them happy and well, entertained and satisfied. <laughs> well, and so Penelope, so to protect Penelope, really. Yes, yeah. Um, you know, potentially some of them were happy about it. Some of them, some of it was consensual, but probably a lot of it wasn't. Yeah. Well, I mean, assuming any of it's true, but in, in the in the world of the story. <laughs> but um, but anyway, then Odysseus gets home. He kills all the suitors, which, to be fair, I think is also a little bit harsh. (laughs) Like, come on, like, everyone thought you were dead. Like, just tell them to go home, you know? So he murders all the suitors. Then he says, which of my staff had sex with them? And then Eurycleia, the old faithful woman, who, like, wet nursed him or whatever, is like, oh, these 12. And then he gets his son, Telemachus, who grew up with them, Mm. to hang them all. And so they all get hanged. They all get killed. And I remember just being like, God, like, women being murdered for having sex yeah still happens yes absolutely and that was like you know it just suddenly felt like this isn't a story from thousands of years ago even though it is mm. this is a story from like today and nothing's changed yeah. since thousands of years ago so that this is like not a nice aspect mm. of sex is the fact that women get punished for sex lots yes. of people get punished for sex and that's not fair no. <laughs> but it's something that needs to be and and also interesting just mm-hmm. in terms of my own memory and a, a shocking indictment of being male and living in a male world is that I don't remember the story 100%. The mm-hmm. bits I remember are Odysseus coming home and killing the 12 suitors, the men. The suitors, I yeah. I don't remember the women. Yeah. What happened to them? But there's such a little su- aside. It's yeah. just kind of like, oh, there's all this oh, big bloody even the suitor. Oh, and also murder the yeah, women yeah, that yeah, had yeah. sex with him. Yeah. Like, do it. Just, just, cl- just almost tie the story into a little knot. Yeah. Say, well, we need to wrap this up. So. Exactly. So, Away with, off with the women. Anyone who was associated yes. with this. Let's just... I know, and, and I read um you know, read a very interesting article talking about how like all the way through the Odyssey, you can kind of as any gender, you can relate to the story and be like, Oh, it's a story of adventure yes. and it's great. And then but then like the murdering of the twelve maids is suddenly like as as like a girl reading it, you're suddenly like, Oh, that's who I am in the right. story. This story isn't about me. I'm the one who gets murdered as a little aside mm. and has to have sex with the suitors. Like yeah. But then, so then it made me look more into the story. And then I was like, from that, I was like, I hate Odysseus. Why does anybody like Odysseus? I hate him. I know, I don't like Odysseus at all. Do you not? No, no, I really can't stand Odysseus. No, anyway, go go, go on. Okay, so I was like, I hate him, I hate him. I don't understand why all these nymphs and goddesses are like so into him. Because obviously for one year, he's with Calypso. The, nymph, yes. the witch Calypso, yes. nymph witch. And for seven years, no, wait, one year he's with Cersei and seven years he's with Calypso. Okay, yeah. Right. Um, and I was like, why are they so into him? Yeah. Don't get it. Yeah. But then um, I was having a conversation with a friend and we were talking about this thing of being like girl in the port of someone who like travels yes. a lot. So it's like someone who travels, they come and see you when they're here. Yeah. You love them, but you don't know anything about them. Yes. And then I, I thought about someone I had a relationship with once, a sort of very short relationship, very intense, very passionate. And I remember a conversation we had, somehow we started talking about rape. I was talking about the sort of the thing of like sometimes when you're sexually assaulted or when you're raped, your body responds in an aroused way. Like like if someone's trying yeah. to assault me, I will often get wet. Yeah, yeah. And I think in some first of all, it's just a biological response. And second of all, I think sometimes if my body's like, this is gonna be less painful. Yes, 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 it's like a defense. Right, it's like a defense. So I was talking about that, and then he was like, Oh, well, you know, surely if you if you're wet, like you want it. Basically, I was the Yeah. And it was I was so it was so frustrating. And then I just remember thinking how many people have you raped? Mm. Like in that moment. But then being like, 
I literally don't care because yeah. I'm so attracted to you mm. and I want to sleep with you and I really like spending time with you, even though this is a really frustrating conversation. Mm. But like, and then I thought, that's the thing, like Odysseus in those, in those sort of island relationships where he's just with Cersei for a year and clips yeah, yeah. it's just, it's just so contained yeah. and it's so passionate and it's so intense yeah. that you don't think about what else they've done no. and you don't care what else they've well, that's done. It. So the, the reason I hate Odysseus is because yeah. he's one of the most arrogant characters Ugh, in Greek yeah. myth and I just, I find him yeah he, he's the one who sort of he he's he's the guy you know like the kind of white man in a meeting yeah it's like i'm here and you're gonna listen to my opinions and because i'm right and i'm experienced and i've been around the world and i don't know <laughs> <laughs> and you're like shut up odysseus you're fucking shut up <laughs> it's so true oh Ugh. my god yeah. but you know how he's always just he ruins everything sorry he does he does ruin everything, ruins everything. Him. we're yes, here right. to, we're here to redress the balance stop <laughs> yeah. being so obsessed with Odysseus he's the worst he's the worst um, and, and but he's, he's always described as quite um, quite stocky but yes. also very muscly and yes. very attractive and that's kind of the um, body type of this guy that I was talking about so now whenever I read any Odysseus stories I just picture him as that guy like he's just I know. so now it kind of I've reconciled myself to I can understand now what the attraction to him is even though I don't like yes. <laughs> Um also there's I mean this is a whole other topic really but there's a lot of contemporary relevant stuff to do with PTSD I yes. think in terms of all these brutal men who who did brutal things to the women in their lives and other men in their lives were were war veterans yeah. and had ho- awful times in war so you know that's exactly. not stupid, but sex and war sex and war related and, and water with Odysseus and war <laughs> <laughs> There's clearly a connection. Sex, war, and water. <laughs> yeah. The name of a book, isn't it? Or something like that. Okay, write that down. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to like briefly talk about Calypso. She keeps him on the island for seven years. Yeah. Um, and you know, after like the first year, he's like, I really want to go home to my wife now, but she doesn't let him. Mm. Um, and I think that's just a bit of a comment on like jealousy. Uh, I know of relationships where people later in later on in their relationship or marriage or whatever, um, one of them wants to leave to to be with someone else yeah. and then they say oh you know if you leave I'll never let you see your children again yeah, or that yeah, kind of like yeah. using emotional blackmail to yeah. keep someone with you yeah, yeah. and I think that is actually very relevant and does happen yes so I mean that was the main story I wanted to talk about I do have some thoughts on Helen and Cassandra I don't before know if we have, have time we do we do have time yeah. before you do um, I just would also want to say that the whole like girl in a port or like the, oh, I don't want to call her the girl because actually no. I've also felt this where yeah. um, I've been like waiting on somebody who's like been traveling around mm-hmm. i've also been the person traveling around but like i've definitely experienced the whole like oh well we've only got this amount of time together so we should mm-hmm. probably and it is very intense because you've not got long enough to get irritated with each other no, exactly yeah so you kind of you're either very capable of like bypassing that feeling yeah or um you just you or you or it doesn't happen it's not you're not with them long yeah. enough for it to kind of crop up yeah so just that was interesting uh, anyway yes please helen and helen and troy helen yes, helen and yes. troy yes. and i want to briefly say i don't really um relate to to penelope no <laughs> because, no i don't no i can't say no, because i've no. never but the thing is i think i've never been in a long-term long-distance relationship yes. and i've also I, I also think it could be similar to like uh partners of, of people in the army or in yeah, the armed yeah. forces yeah. families and and how you know there's a lot of waiting and reuniting yeah. and stuff Definitely. but that's something i don't have direct experience of yeah. they still think it has modern relevance yeah. um and also i was saying there are a lot of couples in hindu mythology who just oh, never see each other we keep going back to like rama and sita and yes yeah this conversation uh, like uh, last week uh, we mentioned that uh, oh yeah oh yeah what is, what's that god in, in hindu mythology that, that does this and every story we can think of is We're part like, of the rama and sita then and then i looked at rama and sita with, with thinking of that story and then it was like rama and sita didn't see each other for 20 years and they're considered as being like this perfect example of love. And yeah. I was like, this really? sounds really horrible. Yeah. <laughs> also, <laughs> like, like, if you're not living with each other all the time or seeing each other all the time, that's actually very easy to yes. like, maintain that. Because yes. you could be doing, what could you be doing in that 20 years? Yeah. You're not going to cast aspersions on Rama and Sita, but certainly in today's life. Exactly, exactly. And Penelope, was she really sexually faithful? Oh, I know. Anyway. Um, okay. So, anyway so, so Helen of Troy, I just was interesting that she's nowadays, and I, I feel like this came in with the Victorians, mm. she's considered as like this kind of wicked, loose woman. Yes. And she's considered as causing the Trojan War. But I yeah. just want to say, she's not the one that started the war. She left her husband. Exactly. She, like, how many people leave their husbands? Exactly. Or wives, or partners? Yeah. How yeah. many people walk 
out and then a war doesn't start. Yeah. Here's <laughs> another one where Odysseus got involved. Yeah, well, to be fair, Odysseus did try to not go, but yeah. he, he was the one that caused this whole kind of alliance about all the people yes, that competed. Yes, but that caused the war. Yeah, I know. That's I know. the problem. Yeah, I know, exactly. So he, did it, he, did, he did cause it. Yeah. It's all exactly. his fault. It's I hate Odysseus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so um, there's, there's a, um, I attribute this to the book A Thousand Ships by a really good writer called Natalie Haynes, um, who um, she's, she makes the point that because Paris also had a wife, oh, yeah, um, yeah. Paris is the one that Correct, Helen left yeah. with, called Oenone, and she says, um, Menelaus started a war, Oenone raised their son. So who's the real hero? Yeah. And I just thought it was really interesting, like, because Menelaus had a child as well with Helen. So he could have just been like, I'll just raise this child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just get over it. Um, So I just, and then, but but interestingly, in sort of ancient Greek times, it seems to be more that she was um, considered a victim of Aphrodite. Yes. Because obviously they believed in gods and things. So that could kind of, you could lay the blame on Aphrodite. Be like, oh, she wasn't in her right mind. It's all the gods' fault. But I like to think that she was a woman with agency who was like, I'm not interested in my husband, who I had an arranged marriage with. Well, I think that's right. I think I just want to leave with this sexy yeah, guy. <laughs> yeah, I want exactly. this other guy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and the fact that my that my husband then started a war, like, come on, overreaction much. <laughs> I literally written here, get over it, Menelaus. <laughs> Your oh wife God. left with a guy she fancied. I know. Oh, and linked to that, of course, is um, the be- beautiful story of Achilles and Pe- uh, Pe- Patroclus. Patroclus. Thank you. Yes. Um, and of course, Achilles. And you, we talked about um, having what's the word that they always use? Um, issue when they hear like issue, like the start of the children. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He had issue. He had issue. Yes. I know. Well, um, didn't Menelaus um, get so Achilles uh, had sex with uh, some woman that was brought to the island. Briseis or Thank or, yes. or yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, obviously proceeded to die. Mm-hmm. Um, but then uh, I think the decree from Achilles was mm-hmm. that he, uh, the, the child be raised by, or adopted by Menelaus. Was it? I think. Okay, we need to research this. Because he also had another child called Neoptolemus, but he was a... Yes, that's right. An adult by that point. Yes. Maybe it was. Okay, I need to, I need yeah, to look into that I further. Wrong, yeah, yeah. I, I, I th- yes, I think there was certainly something around that. Okay. Yes, he was a... Menelaus was a was a very warlike um, kind of war, water, war, water, and sex was very much him as well. He yeah. took loads of advantage of loads of women on the way as well. And yeah, and Agamemnon. That's Agamemnon. another one I hate. I hate Awful. Agamemnon. Agamemnon. Horrible guy. He sacrificed his own daughter for yeah. some wind. Yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> well, him, Ajax as well. Not the, yeah. the difficult. To be fair, Ajax. There are two Ajaxes, and one of them There's I quite like, two, and right? one of them I don't I know. like. There's always of two versions of I it, know. based on how they... Yes, anyway, um, anyway so, sorry. so then I just want to talk about Cassandra a little bit as well, yes. who was in Troy, yeah. um, a Trojan, yeah. and she she was a priestess of Apollo. Yes. Apollo wanted to sleep with her, and she said no, so he, he'd already given her the gift of prophecy, yeah. but because she said no, he then turned it into a curse yes, so that no, no one would ever believe her. her. So this is another thing of like women not being believed, women being, yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. So I just think that's quite relevant as well. And Cassandra is sexually assaulted as raped by one of the Ajaxes on the altar of Athena, which is partly why Odysseus takes so long to get home. But but yeah, so I just think Cassandra is again, it's quite, she's quite a relevant modern story of, you know, um, a woman who's done nothing wrong and yet is blamed and her life is ruined and everyone thinks she's crazy. Um, But actually all she did was not yeah. want to sleep with someone <laughs> so as much as I've put Apollo in prime of place in my kind of uh, stories Apollo is not I mean, I mean a lot or most of the Greek gods well, are extremely capricious and uh, volatile and at risk of yeah at risk of no they just they <laughs> just risk. throw curses um, yeah, at, no, at yeah. risk of cursing at risk of cursing it's crazy I know I um, know but to be, to be fair I think this is kind of another thing I love about um, the gods and particularly the Greek gods is that they're they're basically just humans yes. who are immortal yeah. and have a lot Superpowers. of power <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah, kind yeah, of like yeah. if you just put anyone in that situation no one's going to be perfectly nice and good exactly. all the time exactly. so I think it's important to take each individual story for what they are and not yes. be like like, well, I hate him because of this, I know, or, I and I hate Odysseus, but he's not a god. <laughs> he's not, he's not <laughs> like, a god, that's, that's okay. <laughs> but yeah, so those are kind of the stories I wanted to cool. touch on. I think we'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. Can I just quickly give a few like little sources and recommendations? Oh, please. Okay, so just because a lot of my knowledge and interest in mythology has come from other people and other books and things, yes. I don't want to just end this without being like, that's all my own thoughts. And, you know, <laughs> kind of, so, um, Right, so of course there's the storyteller Olivia Olsen with her alternative mm-hmm. telling of the Odyssey, so please look out for that if she's ever performing it, if lockdown 
never ends. No, I know. Um, there's an amazing podcast called Let's Talk About Myths, Baby. Oh, yes. Um, which is um, this amazing woman called Liv who tells feminist, anti-racist, LGBTQ plus inclusive retellings of the Greek myths. Yes, I've listened to a couple of episodes. Have yes, you? Do, oh, I have. awesome. I do like it. Yes, yes. And they're great and they're really accessible and yes. really fun to listen to. Um, there is a web comic called Law Olympus, mm. which is like Law, L-O-R-E, yes. Olympus, which is um, about the relationship between Penelope and Hades, uh, which can be interpreted as, you know, abduction and, and rape and assault, but it can also be interpreted as a loving relationship, and that's the telling that this webcomic has gone for. beautifully done, actually. I've seen a couple of... It's so uh, beautiful. ...issues, pages of it. I mean, it scrolls of it. Sure, pages, yes, yes, exactly, yeah. Uh, and it's yeah. very lovely. Yes. And, and it's, yes, yeah, really beautiful art, and it, um, again, has very contemporary things to say about sexual assault and love and relationships, and it's really cool. There's uh, the book Song of Achilles. Love Song of so Achilles. So good. Oh, my oh. God. I think it's the best book I've ever read. It's so good. I, I need to read it, it again. Yeah. I just remember crying and crying yeah. and crying the first time I read it. Absolutely beautiful, and it's so true and yeah. close to the to my understanding certainly of yeah. Greek myth. And um, Madeline Miller is an amazing author. Yeah, I still to read Circe, which I think is the other book you're going to mention by her. Yes, which is which is also good. It's quite different, but yeah. it's it's also really fascinating. And the way she's taken every mention of Circe and kind yeah, of like yeah, 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 incorporated yeah. them into a whole story. And of course, the Song of Achilles is about the relationship between yes. Achilles and Patroclus. Yes, indeed. Um, so they're both Madeline Miller. There are also the books A Thousand Ships and Children of Jocasta by Natalie Haynes. Okay. A Thousand Ships is all about the women of the affected by the Trojan War. Yeah. So um, I recommend that. Um, Children of Jocasta is about Antigone and Oedipus and stuff. Yes. And uh, and then finally, I will mention um, Silence of the Girls by Pat Barker, which is the story of Briseis, who mm-hmm. was the sex slave of Achilles, yep. supposedly. And and I, it's really it's worth reading just for the alternative take on things and for the women's perspective. Yes. But really <laughs> irritatingly, she literally says in it, "Oh, Patroclus and Achilles were just friends," and I don't oh, like that because yeah. I think it's in a modern day contributing to the erasure uh, of gay relationships. Yeah, so so I'm mentioning it, but I yes. With the you know addendum that I've that and, really annoys um, me. I'd like to add to that list. Um, not that he needs any additional plugging. <laughs> literally all over BBC and uh, his own publications. But Stephen Fry's Mythos, Heroes, and Troy are also. Yeah, excellent. I still need to read that. I have that on my shelf. Yes. So I know I haven't read Troy, and I'm, I've literally opened and closed Heroes. But they are excellent. <laughs> they are really good. Uh, excellent. So, so to give credit there to you. Excellent. Awesome. Cool. If you've enjoyed listening to us, then please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you didn't love us, then we'll hate you as much as we hate Odysseus. What a wanker. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at A to Z with Men. That's A T O Z with Men. Yes, do it. Because <laughs> um, we're also on Facebook. <laughs> you can follow us there too. Or you can email us at A to Z with Men at gmail.com. That's A T O Z with Men at gmail.com. And especially if you've got any corrections mm-hmm. and we'd love to hear your own interpretations mm-hmm. favourite versions or another sexy myth you think we missed on today's Odyssey absolutely we're sure Hermes will deliver your message <laughs> the god not the delivery company maybe uh, both but, in yeah. fact the delivery company never will no. and, um, <laughs> and maybe email just to make sure yes yes probably <laughs> until next time goodbye and thanks for listening dictionary game um, is when um, Raphael and I have four stories each, possibly an extra one if you have time, um, all themed around the letter L, because that is today's letter. Uh, We have five minutes to say them, so we have to be quick. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, Um, Raphael, are you starting? I I, I think I am starting. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Okay, so M is for (laughs) moist. So um, I once, what's the problem? I said L. You said L, did you? Okay. <laughs> I'm sure I said L. Oh my god. Okay. Brilliant. Do you want to do it again? Yes. <laughs> Go for it. Oh, today is for the letter M. Wait, yes. What are we saying? <laughs> <laughs> today is brought to you by the letter M. M.